There's a thing called the Weber-Fechner law. I presume it was named after two guys called Weber and Fechner. And in a nutshell, if you light a match and you happen to be in a very dark cave, the flame from your match will seem extremely bright. If you light that same match when you're standing outdoors on a very bright sunny day, you will hardly see the flame from the match. And yet, the flame has the same intensity in both cases. So it's simply about saying or pointing out that the ability to perceive something or the volume with which one perceives it is affected by the environment in which it is perceived. So in Feldenkrais we talk a lot about that Weber-Fechner law because not all Feldenkrais movements are like this but a lot of movements are done on the floor so there's not the tension of standing up or sitting uh, slowly and they're small movements and when you move slowly in small ways while not having to hold your body erect in gravity your the background environment the environment which by which i mean the signals in your body the the buzzing that takes place in one's nervous system when moving vigorously or quickly or doing large movements and holding oneself up in space at the same time all that neurological input is going to be very high or neurological output is going to be very high and loud and bright and so in that condition it's going to be much harder to notice some small neurological factor so an example for me was noticing that if I lie on my back and turn my head to the left I tense my left trap which I don't do on the right and that's an unnecessary thing for me to do. It doesn't help me turn my neck, it hinders it. And that's something I would not have noticed if I had never taken the time to move slowly, to move my head from side to side slowly while lying on my back while paying attention. So the Weber-Fechner law is simply a way to notice things more easily, things which are subtle, well, seem subtle because the background noise is so loud. And so where I'm going with this is um, last night I fell asleep normally and I woke up at about 1.30 a.m. with this feeling of tight, heavy anxiety in my chest. And I didn't stress out about it. I just did some movement practice and listened to something on the computer and then went back to sleep. But um, that is the sort of thing that the five years I have spent honing my noticing abilities, the five years I have spent getting better and better at noticing subtle things, has now given me something useful. So in the past, it was perfectly common and very random for me to wake up at 1.30 and be unable to fall asleep again and it happened so often and the pattern of the thing happening changed so much so some nights I wouldn't and some nights I'd wake up at four instead of one and some nights 
I didn't wake up, but I couldn't fall asleep for hours. So the sleep disruption varied in its type, in its frequency. I might go several days and sleep fine, and then several days and not sleep well. And what I was eating was completely random. I wasn't monitoring it, and I was eating a multitude of inflammatory foods that I didn't know were inflammatory. And what I was doing in my lifestyle contained a multitude of inflammatory practices that I didn't know were inflammatory, like staying up late, watching stuff on TV, having unsatisfactory interactions with people I care about, or at work, or driving too much, or not moving enough, or not getting enough sunlight. So my whole life was awash with inflammatory, loud, bright, buzzing signals. And so for me to notice within all that some kind of pattern with my sleep would have been pretty much impossible. And I've spent the last five years... Um, through dietary experimentation and through changing my lifestyle habits and through doing the Feldenkrais in not only changing the signals but changing and working with my ability to notice the signals and notice more and more subtle things in myself. So waking up at 1.30 last night or this morning was in my current life quite unusual I fall asleep easily and I sleep all night easily and I wake up around 5, 5.30 easily and feel refreshed. So this was unusual. In the past it wasn't unusual. So the first thing was, okay, something unusual has happened. And then the second thing is, since something unusual happened, I'd like to formulate a hypothesis for why it's happened because it's not normal. It's a pattern interrupt. It's a pattern breaker. This isn't me. I don't do this. So I want to formulate a hypothesis. And there are several. But two days ago, I... Well, actually, yes, two days ago, I had two coffees in one day and one of them was latish and I had two sugary chocolate um, coated um, coconutty things that would have contained sugar maybe grains I think not but probably nuts and um, there were high oxalate foods nuts cacao um, um, coconuts not high oxalate and berries or something cranberries Um, and other, there might be other phytochemicals in there. I had one mouthful of broccolini and two pieces of this bitter-tasting lettuce leaf. Now, that's just a hypothesis. It might be all those things, it might be one of them, it might be none of them, it might be something else. But that's one hypothesis. And because the buzzing and loudness and brightness of everything going on in my body is now quiet in general, I can test that hypothesis. I can go two weeks without having a single one of those items I mentioned and then I could have one coffee and see what happens. And then if I stay awake two nights later or wake up two nights later, I'll think, oh, that that, um, gives weight to that hypothesis. But if nothing happens, I'll go, okay, probably not the coffee or maybe not the coffee. And then I'll try um, waiting a few more days till I'm back to baseline and I'll try having some chocolate uh, and see if that has any effect on me and so on and so forth. And so... 
this this testing of hypotheses I mean this isn't new I've known about this for years and I used to read about this but I'd think yeah but I'm not going to notice because in a normal modern life where all sorts of things are going on and lots of inflammatory factors are involved it's really hard to notice whether having two coffees and two chocolate coconut sugar things have had an effect on you because you're having so many other things that could be having an effect on you and you're probably not even going to notice the effect you're going to wake up in the night and think oh well I always sleep shit anyway so I'm not going to look for a hypothesis so I'm just speaking to the importance of becoming a noticer because we can all we all have the intelligence to form a hypothesis and test it but we don't necessarily have the skill yet or the experience yet at being a noticer of subtle things and of having the mental space to test out the hypothesis, remembering that we're testing out a hypothesis, remembering to spend two weeks without having sugar and coffee, remembering to have only sugar or only coffee so that you can distinguish which one it was. And then if that doesn't work, combining them because they could be having a synergistic effect. So because I don't want to be one who prescribes habits, I don't want to say, okay, do these 10 habits and you'll be fine. The habits that work for an individual person will be different. There are some habits that are going to work for pretty much everyone and there are some habits that are going to make pretty much everyone worse. But then there are all sorts of variables in that. So some people might be sensitive to coffee and some people might not be at all. They might actually feel better when they have coffee. And some people won't be able to have even two chocolate, sugar, coconut things without having some effect. But other people will need to have 20 of them before it has any effect. So I'm advocating for paying attention, noticing what's going on, quietening down the system, the environment... to such a degree that things are more easily noticed and deliberately practicing the art of being a really good noticer, observer of subtle things. Hmm. That's all I want to say. Thank you.